What is going on, Dominator's David Dominator here, and welcome to the show. You know, uh, we are here, we are ready, and to form my first podcast, um, official podcast. We're going to talk about some different topics and uh, oh, concerning uh, different sports. Uh, so we're, we're, I'm ready. Uh, let's hope you guys are ready to sit down, relax, you know, enjoy the show. And, uh, you know, don't, you know, don't waste any time. Don't waste any time. Uh, but, uh, we're here to talk about some topics. Uh, we have, have a couple lined up. We have, uh, a new movie coming out, um, that I want to talk, a couple movies coming out I want to talk about, um, XFL, NFL, uh, slash fantasy football type stuff, um, and AEW, but we are going to start off with AEW first. Last night, or whenever this comes out, I think I'm going to try to get it out today, um, which is Sunday, but if not, Saturday was all out. AEW's, one of AEW's biggest shows, uh, honestly, I think the biggest show in my opinion after Double or Nothing, but, um... You know, the a really big show for them. And it was... I didn't buy the pay-per-view because I had the... When I realized it was... By the time I could actually watch it, the pay-per-view was halfway through. Um, the, the matches of the night were, you know... In my opinion, the title match was not um, as amazing as it should have been. You know, once you have a very long table, or like a great ladder match, which, you know, is was phenomenal. The spots the Canadian Destroyer off of the ladder and then, you know, Nick uh, Nick Jackson falling, almost like basically hurting his leg, uh, falling through those tables um, was just like all the moves. And I am surprised these all these men were still standing. By the end of the night, you know, they didn't really repeat any spots like they did um, previous times. You know, they didn't really, they don't, that's a good thing. They don't repeat spots that happened a long time ago. And I feel like that's the great part about them right now is because they're trying to calm it down. Uh, and they had, what, three matches um, on all of them were different, you know, just two on two matches, I should say. But, um, yeah, I feel like that should have been, they need to make, they should have made a stipulation for the championship, maybe like an I quit match, make it like a first, make it entertaining. You know, I, I guess they couldn't have made a first blood because sometimes they just get hit and they bleed by accident, you know? <laughs> so, um, they have to be careful in what they show. But I think that it would have been a good move to do if they made a stipulation for the end match, whether it was a last man standing, whether it was a no disqualification, uh, or not no disqualification, but, you know, I would, I, it needed to be a high sh- match. It should have, like, maybe that one should have been a ladder match. And maybe the Young Bucks and everything should have gone in, like, a tables match or some, something like that. They still could have had a great match. But, you know, you should have done something for the main title. Because then it kind of went really high. And I think what made the show really high up towards the end 
because of course everyone was thinking of that CM Punk. Oh, CM Punk's gonna come out. CM Punk's gonna come out. And, you know, unfortunately, he did not come out. Uh, people were upset about it, but I wasn't. He said he wasn't gonna be there. So why would you just expect it? <laughs> and then I was kind of frustrated because after the show, they were like, "Oh, where's pay per view? Where's pay per view? This was stupid. Why did I waste money for this?" Well, if you're just watching for CM Punk, then that's just ridiculous. Um, for someone who's not guaranteed on the card, who even said at StarCast the day prior or the day of, said, I will not be at AEW All Out. He never said he would never come to the company, but he did say he would not. he's not showing up to that specific show. People should have understood that. But people, you know, they just want to believe what they believe. Um, all in all, I think that the show was good besides the women's, uh, battle royal. I felt like they did exactly what WWE did in the 2011, around that time, where it was like, okay, we're gonna have a battle royal of women, but we're gonna treat them like trash, and we're just gonna throw them over the top rope, um... Right when they come out. Like, I understand they're supposed to be dominant, but, like, Eva Elise, one of my favorite indie wrestlers, she came in. She was doing pretty well. I was expecting her to last at least to the semi-end. But then she was in there for two minutes. Same with the... I forgot her name now, but Emma, former WWE superstar, her... Like, she was in there. She was a big name. And then all of a sudden, she was gone. It was kind of like, uh... What are you doing? <laughs> like, you know... Um, I think that they had a lot of potential with that match. They just didn't put their full potential into the match. You know, I felt like Private Party and stuff like that. That was a really good match. But it, it's kind of getting annoying that after most of these matches, something's happening. Think about it. Double or nothing. Um, you have someone getting attacked, you know? Um uh, by a mystery man. Then you have the same thing happen in your main event. Dean Ambrose or John Moxley coming down, you know. Um, and it was just, I don't understand it because it's kind of like, why are you, um, you know, key, like, I understand you're trying to introduce your stars and it's kind of hard because you, you're not having this, but it's actually annoying that you can't even have a good celebration, you know, because then now look at it like, what? After that, the next show after that was Fight for the Fallen. And then after Fight for the Fallen, there was, I believe, there was even a surprise attack there. Then there was Fighter Fest. Or whatever it was. Fight for the Fallen. Either one. I think it was Fighter Fest. Was, no, Fight for the Fallen, I believe, was the one before this pay-per-view. Then you have Chris Jericho attack from behind. And then you have a couple of people turn heel. And it's kind of like... Oh, okay, you know, and now same thing here. They had LAX return, like make their debut. They made all these people make their debuts and heels, and it's kind of like, why don't you wait for the actual show to start? Start for the wait for the weekly shows, and then turn people heel. And then I, I guess they also don't want to turn everyone heel at the same time because it will bring a little bit of the story aspect out of it. But you know, you already have Pac. You already have uh, great heels like Chris Jericho 
And now the heel is running the comp like basically the king of the company right now. He's the AEW champion. Um, I was actually very happy to see Jericho. I was either I was happy to see both of them, whether it was Jericho, and whether it was um, Hangman, because I would have loved to see Hangman win. You know, but once once I realized his family was in the crowd, I was like, okay, this is about to turn into uh, this is either going to turn into a Gargano moment where. Oh, it's even ten times amazing. He wins the title with his family. Or, you know, it's that same storyline like normal. You lost. And your family's in the front row. So it makes it even more humiliating, you know. But I think this is not Hangman's last time going for the championship. I think this is just the beginning. Um, I understand it would have been... It's good to have your big name hold the title. But, you know... It kind of brings the ch- it, to me. It brings the the company aspect down a little bit because the, the whole company was like, "Oh, we're gonna be better. We're gonna do better, make better decisions." Unlike WWE, and think about what WWE did does. You know, they bury people and stuff like that. But what I don't, I, what I hated the most is you're giving your best fucking guy. On opportunity, it's kind of like you just told me that you were gonna make something new. You weren't gonna push old people. You want to push them more. I think it would have been good to have Hangman Page be your first ever AEW champion. Cause guess what? Yeah, it's not that face that you have, but then that could be a headline to your show. Like Chris Jericho will we will get redemption for losing it all out like there could have been a couple storylines that they could have broken up you know into that piece but they 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 didn't you know and it's um in my opinion this is why by the way this is why i also want other people because i want to put more aspect into this stuff but hopefully i could have jay and justin and other people on the show later on i want to try to do another one soon but um anyways back on the topic Hangman Page, if he had the title, I think it would have been good because it's like, yo, you have a fresh face coming in as your champion. And I believe they're only supposed to have four titles. The AEW Championship, the Women's Championship, which didn't look that good to the men's. It's a very big difference. Um, I know they didn't want to make it the same, but like, it looks so small. Like old WWE style belts, like back in the eight, like the 80s and stuff. The tag team titles have still not been announced. And they're supposed to be the cruiserweight titles, and I like I think that it's good that they're not making a whole bunch of titles because then AEW's titles are prestigious because you have to go for those. If you make an Intercontinental Championship, if you make a United States, if you make a hundred belts, every single title loses its like <laughs> like why like my thing is why are you fighting for the United States Championship? Like, I never understood that, like, cool, Joe, like, Samoa Joe, you're going for the U.S. title, or the Intercontinental title, whatever, and then, guess what, even then you could be going after the Universal title, it's kind of like, come on, you got, like, I feel like what WWE needs to do is get rid of one of its main belts, and that's the Universal, get rid of the Universal title, keep the United States and the Intercontinental, keep those two, Make one women's championship, make one tag team championship, and keep the cruiserweight title, because that way you're already eliminating three belts, technically four, 
and it's going to limit the size of your roster. And honestly, combine the United States and the Intercontinental title. Intercontinental is basically the Worldwide Championship. Just change the name to the Worldwide Championship. There you go. You fix the company just right there. You know, and I, I get they don't want to lose the history, but then you could combine the history. You know, like, like right now the current champions, just imagine like, oh, AJ Styles just uh, made both the titles connect to each other. You know, they are now... He is now the United States and the Intercontinental title. Now he puts it together and makes the Worldwide Championship. And I think that would be a good storyline to do. And even to your big rosters, make it a bigger shot. Because especially if they still want to do this brand split thing, Worldwide title could still be prestigious, you know? <laughs> even, like, even if it's on another show. I feel like that would be the prestigious title. And, you know, I feel like that would be what you would do. And if they just end the brand split, just make sure you just don't book the same people over and over. You know, that's like a thing. Because if AEW is doing it right by just having four belts and not 20. Um, and that's a good thing about having a startup company. But AEW, you know, they're also being, they're being weird on how they do stuff. And like, just think about it. Like, oh yeah, we want to make WWE, we want to make different choices, but yet... You have a former WWE superstar who won every championship there could possibly be in WWE history. He is held. And now you have him holding that title, which is now, like, to your company, it's kind of like, okay, cool, another championship under his waist. But now it's almost like, that's cool. Like, you know, I we. It's like, yay, Jericho, he has another belt. And then I, it's like, to me, I feel like I would have been like, okay, like, Hangman. Like, I would have been much more happier if Hangman paid one because it's like, yes, a new face. Let's get AEW ready. Let's hit it off, my guy. And then they, like, that's exactly what I would think. But, um, yeah, I, that fight for the fallen, or, sorry, all out, in my opinion, was they did it all out a good job. Best match uh, to fall. The the good best matches in my opinion were the ladder match, the triple threat hardcore, and the Sean Spears and um and Cody match and Pac versus Kenny Omega. Alright, now we're going to skip later, now we're going to skip into a different topic. We're actually going to go into XFL, football, and the, 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 we're just basically going to run through the football real quick, then go to the movie topics, and then we're going to probably end it, but we have to see how long these get out. So if you guys have not, if you don't know my YouTube channel is david 777 um, go to my Instagram, follow me on everything, because it's basically, you know... Twitch is the same. Everything is the same. Um, oh, Jesus Christ. Um, um, you know, it would just be much easier to know this stuff. But XFL is coming out with... Is, uh, coming back. In February of 2020. With its eight teams. The Tampa Bay Vipers... The Battle Hawks, St. Louis Battle Hawks, the 
New York defenders or gardeners, guard, 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 garden, guardians, <laughs> and then the Washington defenders, DC defenders, then um, the LA Wildcats, uh, Houston Roughnecks, and the Dallas Renegades. And then the team I'm going for is the Seattle Dragons. Um, like, I'm ready. My like my dad and I both chose the Seattle Dragons as our team. Uh, I just like the name. And I, now I just need to watch the football. That's the team I'll support right now. Will it change during the season? Probably. Because I have to see how all the players work, how they work together, and see how, in my opinion, what team I'm going to go for. Um, but the XFL right now is looking great. They are doing great things, and they are doing smart things. Um, right now, they're you know they're creating everything they need to. They have created merchandise. They have created literally everything they could. They're ready for the season. All they need to really do is announce the uniforms now, or like reveal the uniforms, and there you go. You're done. You're literally done. You are ready. Now you just need to show us, give us a little insight, give us some, you know, taste of what the f- players are. Give us, give us feedback. I want to see how these players work together well, and see what team is doing good. You know, I I'm ready for the XFL to show up, uh, because they if they if they if they own up to their word and they said they're gonna be better than any football. You know, they're gonna learn from their mistakes, their mistakes, the NFL's mistakes, and. This, like every other mistakes in any in any football company, um, I think it could be successful. And if it does, in my opinion, after the first year and the second year, start getting new team like start getting new teams ready. Like and after the second year, the third year you can announce teams. And after the third year. You get more teams, and then you get more and more and more, and you branch out. It could be to the point where, in, in my opinion, I feel like they can't always stay with eight teams. Will they be on eight teams for a little bit that I want them to be? Yes, I think they're going to be there for a while. But it all really depends on how they're going to work with it. You know? Uh, it really all depends on that. Um, XFL right now is looking really good. They have... Their first quarterback there. Their draft actually starts in two months. But I feel like they need a lot more players, you know. they uh, People are saying, oh, Andrew Luck is going to show up, you know. He's not. And that's actually going to be another topic right before we get into the football. XFL is almost done, too. So that's basically really all I have to say about the XFL. XFL, in my opinion, will succeed um, overall. I believe that that's going to happen, but you never know. Um... And it's going to be interesting. Can't wait to watch it. But now, we are going to go into, before we get to the NFL, my fan, like the fantasy football and stuff like that, we're going to talk about this. Colts fans, you are probably the worst NFL fans in the history of football. You guys are disrespectful. And I'm not going to say all of you. That's actually a lie because some people actually gave respect to the man. So I'm not going to even say all the Colts fans. All the people that booed Andrew Luck out the building 
that is just disrespectful. And in my opinion, like, what are you doing? Andrew Luck, every single football player, anybody that plays a sport, any person in WWE, AEW, any wrestling promotion, any baseball promotion, any hockey, any football, any any sport in, in what so means MMA. Well, not most of them, like not most of MMA and stuff like that, but like sports that involve teamwork. You know what they do. I understand. Maybe that he should have given you uh, some more time, but he thought he was going to be a hundred percent. But he realized he is not at a hundred percent. He has busted his ass to try to get back on top for you, like for you guys, and that's it. You don't boo the quarterback that has gotten you to the playoffs. You don't boo him for basically helping your franchise. Yes, does his his like him doing what he did makes your team basically losing this year? Yes, but doesn't mean you boo the man after he's done everything. Because all these P players and stuff, football is a teamwork, and they bust their ass for your entertainment. WWE wrestling. They bust their ass for your entertainment. They break their necks. They've gotten people have gotten close to paralyzed. People have gotten paralyzed. Broken bones, torn muscles, ACL tears, every single thing known imaginable. Shoulder surgery, like literally neck surgery, back surgery. They surgeries all the time. And you are gonna boo them or disrespect the sport. Yes, wrestling is fake, but not the moves. And what they do in that ring, most of the stuff they do in that ring is not fake. Every time they fall on that mat, there's not that much padding under there. I want to be a pro wrestler, and what I need to know, what I know is that it's not going to be easy. Falling on a freaking hard mat every single day of your life, and people don't understand that. In football, getting tackled, it don't look pretty. Like I don't understand why you people think that it's okay to boo somebody for some shit like they haven't done (laughs) like you know like and he tried I've seen him try 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 and try but Andrew Luck retired because he could not handle it anymore he had to stop he had to quit he was done And I think that, you know, it's disrespectful to spoo the man who helped you and risked his life for you. There's many football players that have gone injured very bad and their careers were cut short and their lives changed. Like, and then you're going to boo him because that could be the same thing. What, you guys wanted to play and get hurt again? And then, oh, you guys are going to feel bad. Oh, maybe you should have retired because... He wouldn't have gotten in this situation, you know. I think people are stupid and people need to get their shit wrapped up. (laughs) Like, I think it's very dumb that I am even talking about how disrespectful fans are. And, you know, like, that's something that we, like, 
all do. We all have issues, and I understand that you're supporting that team, and you want that team to win, but not all the time the team is going to win. You support that team because who is playing in it and who played for you. It's plain and simple, and that is the end of the topic. But now we are going on into NFL. I have done a fantasy football league. Uh, more on a brighter note. Uh, I've done a fantasy football league. And honestly, it's actually making me and my my freaking uncle and some of my family like that are doing it. We, I, I, especially for me, this is my first year doing fantasy football. It's going to make me enjoy the sport ten times more. Be, what, you know what Okay, because of the fact that I don't have to worry about a Super Bowl anymore unless I'm like, yo, he's my quarterback, he's my so-and-so, he's my defense, I don't know, people like that, and that's the only way I think this could go on, Um, and I think that that's going to make me love sports even more, that's why when XFL does one, I'm going to do one too, because it's actually very fun. If you guys have not done a fantasy football league, I recommend it because it's actually really, really fun to do a fantasy football league because it's just like it makes you enjoy this. It's going to make you enjoy the sport, you know, the it's going to make you think differently about the game. And I, I enjoy the game a lot more now by watching, like getting ready for fantasy football. And now you're going to be supporting players Instead of just a team. And I'll still support this is my team. But you know. I'm going to be happy. Just not why. I'm not going to be disappointed if the team loses. You know. But yeah, well I will. But like. I'm I'm more focused on my fantasy football team. And now I, I, I always get stressed out. On Super Bowl. But I'm like now I don't care. Because now. I have a whole bunch of players that could be going to the Super Bowl. You know. I have a whole bunch of contenders. You know. I have Saints players. I have Steelers players. I have Browns players. I have. Uh, uh, Patriot players. I have a lot of people. And it really makes me enjoy the sport a lot more. And, 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 and that is in my opinion. So I think if you guys are just sick and tired of being stressed out about the sport. Um, and you guys just need like a break. And you're just like, yo, I just need to get my mind off of it. Do fantasy football, yes. They don't play it for money. Get a group of friends, family members, just do one. Because it's so freaking, like, fun. Like, I'm, like, like, my family and friends, we're talking and we're ready to, we're ready to play against each other. Like, we're ready for this season to start. The season kicks off on Thursday. And I'm ready, you know. I am ready to, uh, play, play, it's be, like, it's gonna be a fun game to play, you know. I'm excited for it. I've been ready um, uh, Pia, here's a little taste of who I have on my team. I have a for my uh, first person I picked was McCaffrey, uh, from the Panthers. Then I picked uh, Odell Beckham, my second pick. Third pick was gonna be Antonio Brown, but then I got it got taken, so I picked Juju Smith. Then after that, I picked. Baker Mayfield, and after Baker Mayfield, I picked a whole bunch of other people. My defensive players are, I have a, another, I have a 
wide receiver, a Patriots wide receiver. I have Patriots defense. I have Ravens defense. I have a lot of defensive, like really good defense because honestly, defense is just, you know, it's not going to play a big part, but it's also going to play a big part at the same time. Um, and I think the running back I have is a really good choice, and he will give me a lot of points, and that's mainly who you want. You want that uh, person. That, that's basically the key of your team is your running back. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm stoked. And if you guys, this is a little YouTube message, you know, if you guys don't watch any of my series, go check them out. I'm actually, one of my, se- my season two finale on, is going to be happen on September 15th. You got, ooh, excuse me. If you guys need to catch up on it, mark your calendars, push the notification bell so you never miss it. Because we'll have the pre-show and then the normal show on that day. So it's going to be very exciting, and I, I think you guys should all join because it's going to be very, very fun uh, to play. So the next topic and the last talk topic, uh, she, um, <laughs> the fir- the last topic we have today is going to be, uh, actually no, we don't. We don't. So there's two topics. Never mind. So we're gonna get this done real quick. So you, we're games coming out. I need to know when the Last of Us is coming out. I believe it's coming out next year, in like it's probably gonna come out next September, like next year in September. It's just I, I really, really, really want this to hurry up and get down to it because I want to play it again. Uh, other t- other games I'm looking forward to Gears of War Five, some PC games like a PC Animal game I'm ready for. I'm also ready for um, what's that thing called? Um, obviously I can't wait for WWE. The new Star Wars game I think I may I might pick that up because it seems super you know cool. Uh, now that it's coming out I do not know if I will. Um, will I <laughs> keep Battlefront? But Battlefront is getting better, and I think I I'm liking it a lot more as I play it. You know, uh, <laughs> no, I'm just like the games that are coming out. You know, there's not there's not a lot that I could think of right now that are like really big, but you know, soon they're gonna announce a game, and I'm gonna pop over it. You know, uh. And I can't wait. So now for the next and final... Final... Topic of the day. Is movies. Um, Movies that are coming out. I really... There's not really any besides two. And that's it. Chapter two. Uh, The... uh, it one of of course you know uh, came out in 2017. This one's coming out in September sixth uh, of 2019, and I just can't wait. It's supposed to be like two hours, I think. Uh, it's supposed to be very long. Then uh, I can't wait for the new Star Wars, especially since the last Star Wars was a very big disappointment from what it should have been. Um, you know, and it's kind of, it's, it's going to be interesting because they're basically, in, I believe in the last movie, they 
Because in 2016, I don't know when the the um, Force Awakens came out. I think it came out in 20 end of 2015, and then 2016 was the the death of Carrie Fisher. But I'm like 15 percent sure they were already filming the show, so they had to CGI her face most of the time. So then after they CGI'd her face, they're gonna obviously CGI her face in this one. And, you know, I th don't think they want to kill her off yet. I think they want to keep her to the end. But I feel like this is a big opportunity uh, to make a switch. Because I know the girl that plays Rey says she doesn't want to play Rey anymore after this. Like, this was probably going to be her last movie. So what they need to do is if Kyle, the guy who plays Kylo Ren, if he's still up and running, he wants to do it. They should try to make him stay, turn him to the light side. And, you know, make, like, in my opinion, they're making a... So, no, we do have another top... Actually, no, I'll tie it into this one. Um, There's a thing called Disney Plus, and they're making exclusive content. And they're making The Mandalorian, I believe is the name. And it's basically a TV show of a bounty hunter, and it's a live-action TV show. And it's something that Star Wars fans have been dying for for years now. And, like... My three big... My dreams was for there to be a live-action Star Wars. But, like, many. Like, multiple. And a live-action... Um... A live-action... Uh... Jurassic Park one. Because that would be very interesting. And I bet that would make... I feel like, in my opinion, that would make millions of dollars just by making a TV show. Like, imagine just seeing the birth of Jurassic World. Like, if they made that, if they made that now, that would be amazing. You know, seeing how they turn nothing into something, and they like how Doctor Wu came back into involved, and I think that would be a very interesting TV series to go four or five seasons. And then maybe make a spinoff to uh, once they make the new Jurassic Park movie. Because I believe that's coming out. I think that comes out next year. No. What was, Fallen Kingdom came out 20, 2018, I believe. So, and then the, the one after that came out in 2015. So, no, we're not going to get another one until like 2020. 2020, maybe 2021. Well, no, we got one in 2015. So then 16 and 17th was an absence, so then it's like every two years. So 1920, so we'll get one in 2021. 20, um, so yeah. But uh, the, they, I, they just have to change something in the Star Wars universe to keep going for more movies. Because I know that's what they're, they, they planned on when they relaunched this idea. They want to keep the story going and they quite possibly can there's very easy ways to even if the girl that plays Ray wants to leave there's easy ways to put her in to different like if she leaves you can kill her off or make her do something else but make Finn come back and she like Finn can come and be a Jedi somehow you know, we've seen his lightsaber skills, you know, in the, what if you could somehow make him into a Jedi? He's the, like, a, a, the grandson of Dr. Wu, uh, Dr. Wu, 
um, of uh, Mace Windu or something like that. <laughs> that's messed up, but it's it's just the first thing that came to mind. Um, but yeah, <laughs> that's interesting. All right, we're gonna end off this podcast right now. Um, it is thirty five minutes long, and I thank you all for that. Uh, love you guys to death. Uh, make sure you follow me on everything. And listen to this on Spotify and notifications when this stuff goes up. Or even on the Anchor app. You can download this and follow me on there too. And you'll get that straight away too. But uh, I love you guys to death. And it's time to do so. So dominate the world, Dominators. David Dominator is out. Peace out.